Booze and books may contain boozy language and themes. Listener discretion is advised. Hey guys, it's Lindsay and Kristen here. Um, we're doing things a little differently for our episode 22. Since everyone's in quarantine and social distancing, we're uh, doing this podcast from our own respected homes. Woo! So. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting episode for everyone. Yeah, <laughs> um, right. So like I said, this is, this is like, yeah, so weird. How we're doing, starting it off and everything, but gotta live life, I guess. But um, <laughs> yeah, like I said, this is uh, episode 22. Um, we went back to the thrillers, um, suspense novels, this, we decided to choose this book because I got this book actually from a colleague. She got an advanced reader's copy, like, uh, well, a while ago, probably over a year. <laughs> Anyways, uh, she said that she got two, so she gave it to me, and then, I don't know, I put it in my pile of books for a long time, and then she asked me randomly one day if I actually read it yet, and I was like, nope. <laughs> and then Lindsay and I were, like, looking at all the books that we wanted to do, and uh, this came out. So... Hence why we chose it. Well, Yay. not really, but close enough. <laughs> so the uh, book is called The Night Before um, by Wendy Walker. Um, and yeah, the wine we are doing today is, sorry guys, I have to move it around so I can look at it. Raven's Conspiracy. It's a British Columbia uh, winery. <laughs> um, but, yes, it is. Yeah. Uh, before we dive into, oh yeah, the episode is called The um, Night Before Raven, the Raven Conspiracy? Yeah. Or, <laughs> we actually didn't talk about the name of the episode right before, I just realized that now. <laughs> right? No, we, you nailed it. It's perfect. <laughs> okay, we'll go with that. So it's called The Night Before um, Raven's Conspiracy. We end up changing it later. Now you know why after listening to it. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but yeah, before we go into that, um, so to figure out what books we're reading for this month, like this one, um, what some of the books we're currently reading. Since we've been quarantined, we have a lot more pictures of the booze we're drinking. Um, you can follow. <laughs> so uh, you can find all of this on our Instagram page, which is booze and books dot podcast. Um, and then you can find Lindsay and I separately at lind.fed, S-A-I-D, um, and then kristen.shew, S-H-E-W. Um, but yeah, the good way, looking at the Instagram, just seeing what we're kind of up to. We try and update as often as we can, but, you know, while we're in quarantine does not mean that we're always uh, on our phone. So <laughs> Exactly. Like most people would probably think, but... So we're a little bad sometimes, but yeah. Okay. So let's, I guess, start it off with the wine like we normally do. Um, Lindsay? Okay. Um, I am drinking two different wines today. Uh, I believe me and Kristen have a bottle of the same one, um, which is the red or one of the reds. So we'll kind of, both give our 
thoughts on that. Um, obviously, we can't try each other's uh, of the ones we bought separately just because we are social distancing. So bear with us. Um, <laughs> but I'll talk about the white I picked up first. So it is uh, called Smooth Bright. Um, and it's a 2016 white. Um, it says on the back, provocative, smart, and mischievous. Raven wine is a congregation of luscious ripened varietals that stir the senses. Um, and I think their kind of like tagline is an omen of very good things to come. So, um, like Kristen said, it's from British Columbia and I was kind of looking it up and I think it's right out of Kelowna as well. Um, so it's a white blend. I don't know exactly what types are in it just because it doesn't say, but um, I'm going to give her a try right now. Yeah, the ball says Kelowna on it. Oh, it does? I missed that. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's pretty good. It's a little bit sweeter than I like my whites, um, but that's to be expected when it's a blend, I guess. Um, it's pretty dark too for for a white. Uh, it's very like sunshiny color, I guess, but like a very deep yellow, I would say. Uh, what else? What else? The bottle's really pretty. It's white with like blue bur blue ravens on it. Um. I smell some pear for sure, and I think that's what the sweetness is in it. But it's pretty good overall for a white blend. Not like I'm not the biggest fan of blends personally, just because it can be kind of just a mismatch of everything. But it's pretty pretty nice. Uh, it's while it's light, it's also not light, which is kind of strange. So when you first hits your tongue, it's like very light white blend but by the end of it there's definitely some heavier taste lingering just on the back of your throat and I, or, uh, back of your tongue sorry and I think that is probably the pear in the front I'm not quite sure what else I'm tasting or smelling but yeah that's a hard one uh, is it I it's got a bit of sweet. Like, it's not overly sweet, but it's definitely sweeter than I like my white wine. So, for sure sweeter. I would I would say it's closer to a Pinot Grigio, a bit sweeter than a Pinot Grigio. Um, definitely sweeter than a Chardonnay. No real buttery taste to it either. So, I think it's for sure got some Pinot in it um, in this blend. Um, but not overly sweet. Like, it's definitely not... I wouldn't necessarily say it's super sweet wine. It's just the, it's aromatic and fruity, which is definitely making it sweeter. Um, for sure, it'd be good with like a really nice salad. Uh -huh. I, it, and you know what? I could actually see eating it with like a really creamy um, spaghetti almost or like a creamy pasta. So like a carbonara uh, or something like that. Ooh, yeah. Carbonara. There you go. Yeah. I could see it just like kind of, balancing out the flavors of the carbonara like creaminess just to give it a little bit of like mm. oof to it so um pretty good especially on this gloomy day it's not super like like light in that it's a good like makes you think of summer for a white wine so it's very fitting for it's quite cloudy here so well where I am in the city anyway Calgary can be very different seasons at one time so I don't know what it's like where you are Kristen um 
cloudy, but the sun is shining. If I was a cat or a dog, I'd fully be like living it up in this room oh. that I'm sitting in currently. It's like the sun's like beaming down on our house right now. I'm very jealous about that because I have zero sun where I am. <laughs> yeah. Um, like I might have to move because it might get too hot where I'm sitting. <laughs> what the heck? I wish. So yeah, I'm enjoying is one it. Of your oh what? Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I just said I'm enjoying it. Oh, I got. I'm pretty bold <laughs> actually. Um, is one of the reds you got the deep dark? Yes, twenty seven. Okay, cool. Okay, so that's the one. Oh, right, right. We got different years. I forgot. So, um, yeah. next one I have is the deep dark, um, twenty eighteen though. Um, mm -hmm. and again, really pretty label got a gray background with a raven with like kind of greeny purpley iridescence on its wings so very pretty um the back says um same thing at the peak oh it's actually the exact same thing so never mind oh the bottom though of this part says smooth layers balanced together to create a velvety wine with intense aromas and bold flavors so kind of looking forward to this red shockingly more excited about the red this time um <laughs> ooh, got kind of a woody smell to it like smoky smoky wood is like the immediate thing i'm smelling definitely smoky which is a little weird so i'm gonna try it too bad we can't try each other's wines because i I well, know. I guess I could have bought the, uh, I guess I could have bought the, like, same one, just the same one you're tasting, and the one that I have, to compare the different years, but, yeah, I'm kind of wishing but, I had. But, I mean, it's okay. <laughs> Honestly, it's kind of, so it's, like, the flavor I am tasting is smoky. Like, I have to say, at the end, the taste is really good. Like, it's a, like, for sure a bold red. Not overly bold, though. Um, mm -hmm. I would say it's closer to a, uh, maybe a Pinot, actually. I was going to say Cab, but maybe a Pinot. Um, and then a maybe a bit of Merlot in there, but it's almost, I smell just like a smoky, woody kind of smell. Um, when it first hits your tongue, it's like, it's a little off-putting. Terrible as it is to say, um, it. <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. It's like bitter on the tip of my tongue, and you get that smoky flavor, mm -hmm. and it kind of just like throws you off because it's like it's not a flavor I've really ever tasted in a wine. To be honest, like I've never been like this wine is this smoky. So it like I could for sure see it like barbecues would it, it would be a good place to drink i'm not the biggest fan of it um especially not being like i love my white wines um i'm not the biggest fan of this red blend to be honest so the white i would get again the uh red probably never gonna pick up again just because that smoky flavor is just throwing me off the, the aftertaste is really good like there's no lingering like um acidic aftertaste which sometimes i'll find in like certain reds red blends that i've had but um it's just the the very beginning of taking a drink it's just kind of hits you kind of weird so um huh, that's 
Those are my wines. <laughs> I All hope right, you so, have a better experience with your reds. Well, so I'm obviously drinking the same one Lindsay just tried. Um, but instead of she's drinking the 2018 version, I'm drinking the 2017. So my label for me looks like her white one where like her white wine did with the white <laughs> label with like um like really nice cobalt blue or whatever kind of like ravens on it. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you guys what's on the back because what she said for her red one is exactly what's on the back of mine. So uh, that cuts. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm not going to repeat it. <laughs> um, but honestly, your description of yours is like kind of the opposite of what I have for this one for this year. Oh, so, really? Yeah. Like, I don't really get that like which they're two different years so like they're going to be different um just in general but especially with blends but I don't really get that woodsy burning smell I actually get like hold on I need to like squish this a little bit more to get the aroma coming out like I smell like I don't know, it smells like kind of like fruity in a way. Oh, okay. Like it, like you, can, you know, as soon as like you smell it, that it's going to probably taste somewhat similar to the smell. So it's kind of got like that um, Swedish, hmm, maybe after a little bit, maybe, hmm. And like, um, not a super bold taste, but more like a really smooth taste is what I feel like I'm going to get when I drink this. Okay. But it smells, I don't know, maybe I'm making my nose like, I'll come back to like maybe more smelling in a little bit. I'm going to try tasting it just because I'm like smelling it so much. I'm like, I feel like I'm like losing some parts of what I'm trying to smell. So I'll try tasting oh, yeah, first. Fair. Hmm. It's very kind of like it's smooth but not as smooth as I felt like the smell was going to give me like after oh, smelling okay. it I thought it was going to be like smooth smooth but yeah. not super like smooth when you actually drink it oh interesting is it like acidic kind of um no it you gotta get the fruity undertones but maybe like black berry or black cherry but kind of hard like I think it's more I don't know yeah I Maybe some blueberries in there, but I think it's like along the like black cherry, blackberry kind of like fruits. I think it's what I'm getting when I'm like tasting it. That's so funny. I do that get you your say whole. That I... Oh, sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry, you go ahead. Go what ahead. were you gonna say? Oh, I oh. was just saying I looked up like the 2018 to 2017 blends, and it's so funny. Mm -hmm. I can't find anything on the 2018. 
um, but your 2017, that's exactly what, um, like just a liquor store in Ontario, like said that there's a lot of blueberry blackberry in it. And so I just wanted to see what you said. So I was like, sounds like you're spot on. Yes. <laughs> wine expert like it does over here. taste like it. <laughs> you guys can send me all the wine and I'll give it to you. Yeah, it's like you maybe smell a little bit of that the black berry kind of thing when you like smell it. And maybe that's why I get the fruitiness. Like when I go back to smelling it now, like I kind of get that like what I just tasted coming out. But oh, like yeah. I do agree about what you said about the 2018 is that like on the back of your tongue, like you kind of get like not so like this isn't so much bitterness, but like you kind of get like a different taste coming back on the back of the tongue. Oh, okay. Fine. I don't know. Maybe it's hard to describe what it is. I keep trying to drink it so I can like try and figure out how to put it into words what it feels like. Oh yeah, fair. I don't know. It's kind of it kind of tastes like you get all the like nice fruity light tones on the outer edges of your like tongue, but in the middle it's like the like base of all the fruit. And more oh, intense, okay. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. It's kind of harder to describe. <laughs> but it feels like it hits, like, the back middle part of your tongue a little bit more intensely. And, like, it kind of just, like, the flavors just, like, lightly touch the other parts of your tongue. So, like, oh, it's okay. kind of, like, two different tastes kind of happening at the same time. But it's, like, the same taste, but it's just different levels of it. I don't know. Oh, weird. That could just be me. I like it. So... But, um, oh yeah, I forgot to say what color it was. Oh, me too. Um, there you go. <laughs> if I hold it up in the light, um, since you know I have the sun, unlike you, um, <laughs> it's a like obviously it's a red wine, so it's kind of it's got that ruby red look to it. Um, when I oh, hold yeah. it up in the sun, it's like really like light, um, around the edges and then darker in the middle. Um, oh, and then, yeah, it's just kind of like a lighter red, to be honest. Um, not as dark as like some of the like ones I usually go for. So you kind of know just based off this, it's probably gonna have a lighter taste to it. Um, yeah. I would say that like you, I'd probably go along with the more the Merlot. Um, hmm, not. <laughs> I don't think, I don't really think if there's any cabinet, it'd probably be a lot, like a really small amount. I would stick more with Merlot, maybe some Pinot Noir in it. I don't okay. know, maybe even some Syrah in it. Oh, I didn't even think of Syrah, yeah. Yeah, the more I taste it, I definitely get the blueberry blackberry. Yeah. But, um, yeah, like... You describe yours, and then I'll um, say, like, the price point and stuff like that. Wait, what do you mean describe mine? The color? Yeah. Is oh, yours, yeah. like, similar to mine? Exactly bang on. Like, it's it's decently dark, but it's, like, I've definitely seen darker. Um, 
especially like I would say there's tons of darker like pinots I've seen. Um, but exactly what you said, like a nice ruby color. Um, yeah, yeah, ruby is exactly the color I would describe it as. Guys, yeah, yeah, kind of like I'm just looking at different lights, and it's just like the main thing is it's like a lighter, like like not super really light ruby, but like ruby. I guess would be yeah. like the best way. So, um, I think Lindsay and I paid basically the same amount for both. I think so. We went to two different liquor stores and we were on the phone trying to figure out <laughs> what wines we were going to choose because um, we live in, live in different sides of the city. So um, I went to the Crofa liquor store um, near me and uh, mine was priced at twenty ninety nine. So um, Lindsay, what about you? Good thing I didn't ask for a receipt. <laughs> I think that sounds about right though. It was like it wasn't quite, I know it wasn't under 20. I think it was like anywhere from 20 to 21. 21, like 50 would have been the highest. It wasn't, definitely didn't go to 22. So yeah, pretty much the same. Nice. Yeah, because um, <laughs> her and I were looking at this other wine called Raven's Wood. And um, that was priced at twenty ninety nine. And I just remember looking at this one, being like, thought it was kind of funny because they were priced the same, and their like names are very similar. <laughs> yeah. So it didn't really matter for her and I which one we went with because we like the names the best. But yeah, <laughs> you like what you like. But yeah, so there. I think, um. For this one, I would probably kind of do it as like a, I don't know if I would, like, it's not like, I think bold enough to compliment steak well, but, yeah. you know, like, I'd pizza last night, like homemade pizza, like it'd probably go pretty well with Ooh. that. Um, that sounds so good. And, you know, maybe some like ribs or something like that, if you want something to go along with it. Mm-hmm. Um, just cause it's like on the lighter side. So like, I don't know, kind of like lighter foods in a way, um, when it comes to the meats, um, it also would be a good one to use when you're going and hanging out with your friends or, well, since we're all social distancing and shit like that right now, um, it'd be a good one to pick up and just do like Netflix parties or whatever with like something that is like a good wine but it's not really like um breaking your budget and yeah. you don't have to fully like I think it's a good one if you're like not a huge red fan it's like kind of like is like not so intense with its flavoring compared to some of the other reds like cabs and stuff um yeah fair this year I would grab I would recommend what Lindsay discard for hers, I probably would stay away from 2018, but I'm actually kind of intrigued to know what the 2018 tastes like and see if, like, I get something <laughs> different on it. So I might have to go pick that up and just, like, mm, just I like, it. honestly don't waste your money. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's all I would really have. <laughs> I, I think it's really it's funny that, great. like, it's, it's the same wine. Yeah. The yeah, the wood burning thing's a little weird. Like it's kind of funny that they're like the same basically kinda of like the same wine, 
just the Berniers. Who knows yeah. about the grapes that they use in both years? Like, they yeah. could be different. They're red blends and, like, what kind of blend of, like, percentage of each kind of wine that they did. But, like, <laughs> the fact that they have so, I feel like, nine-day flavoring is, like, kind of funny. <laughs> I know. I, like, that's also, I was like, oh, shoot. Um, yeah. I like it's weird. Like, it's so weird. I keep drinking it to like, see if it's gonna change, and I'm like, nope. <laughs> maybe use it as a cooking wine. Honestly, honestly, that's what I thought uh, of doing. Like, I have some, um, like, I don't know, maybe some bolognese sauce. I could see it being good in just for some pasta. Actually, that's such a good idea. That's totally what I'm gonna do with it. <laughs> no, yeah. Make it honestly, nice. if you guys make steak, I can send you our. Uh... Red wine steak sauce. This oh my be god! For yes. it. I do miss your parents cooking. Like holy cow! I know. Delicious. It is like and it's it, insane. <laughs> I remember in Arizona, I like cooked it down too much, and I had to pour the wine that I was actually drinking into the sauce. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, one way to get rid of one bottle of wine. Well, that's true. Yeah. It's like, if you don't love it, just use it to cook with, which it'll be great. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, we, if you guys remember, like, when we were in Arizona, we did the Josh wines. Oh, they yeah. were They were okay, but honestly, I think this one that I'm drinking right now was better than the ones I had for Josh. I don't remember <laughs> what kinds they were, but, like, to me, this one tastes better. I think the red just saying something. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think the red Josh one was better than what I'm drinking. The white I I quite like this white. Like this white is pretty good. Like I'll easily finish the bottle just without cooking with it. So um Yeah. So the white's pretty good. It's just I don't know, it's just a different taste to the red. Like I'm I'm getting used to it the more I drink it. One thing I do like about this red though, it's like Sometimes the thing that makes me just not want to drink red wine is just the acidity of it um, and just how heavy it is. But I find this one is quite light. Like, I just, I don't feel like I'm drinking a heavy red. So it's actually, like, as much as I'm saying it's kind of, like, throwing me off, it's, like, I don't feel that same acidity that I get from drinking other red wines. So it's pretty decent that way, I have to say. So um yeah like no real complaints about it it's just like it's just a different red one than I've ever had but very decently priced pretty good wines I would say overall yeah I think we did like I think yeah for people that are maybe younger or around our age that want something that's like not going to break their bank but it is pretty decent wine like right like raven's conspiracy is something i would recommend for those people yeah good call good call well like even like yeah people around our age that don't want to exactly like you said break the bank but also don't want just like cheap wine like they're just sick of like, like barefoot yeah oh my god yeah, yeah. like that just literally makes me like gay <laughs> like, i can't i can't believe we even did that <laughs> I know. I had to throw that bottle of Merlot out. I couldn't even cook with it. <laughs> like we knew what we were getting into, and then I was like, "Well, this is a bad idea." 
I know we thought that they weren't as bad when we drank it, but honestly, I think, like, even though, well, except for the Merlot, the Merlot was horrible, but even <laughs> though we, like, determined it wasn't as bad, every time I, like, think about Barefoot, I just think about how nasty it is, and it makes me, like, kind of, like, queasy. Yeah. Fair. Like, yeah. I'm sorry for anyone that drinks Barefoot. <laughs> <laughs> but you should stop. Maybe just stop being a wine drinker at that point. Like, there's better things out there. Please just like spend the extra five dollars. Pretty much. I'm pretty sure there's box wine that's better than this. Oh, a hundred percent. Or than hundred percent. Right. I guess we should move on to the books since I'm pretty sure people don't want us to keep talking about other wines we've seen. I know. I'm just like sitting here, just like what else? Um, uh, we can talk yeah. about wine all day. I know, right? Oh my God. This should just be a wine podcast. I know. <laughs> just drink, drink wine. <laughs> just drink all the wine. <laughs> all right. So do, the book. Do so wine the book tasting. is called. Uh, yeah, we should do that. <laughs> we actually should. My dad read a joke. My dad read a joke the other day, and it was like, yeah, like the joke is basically like yeah i put um i went bar hopping last night i put a bottle of uh alcohol in each room <laughs> <laughs> see honestly like you gotta get creative at these times i'm like let's do it we should <laughs> another we one should. was like, like... <laughs> yeah like you can just like get dressed up put uh, like before you get dressed up put the alcohol in like whatever rooms in your house and then get dressed up like you're Maybe not like you're going to go out, but, like, a little bit nicer than what we probably all are doing right now. <laughs> and, right? uh, just, like, walk around, just, like, be like, hey! And then, like, walk into that room, like, you can have different music on in each room. Just kind of bar hopping your own house. And you don't have to worry about finding a way home. Agreed. Agreed. Unless you get too drunk and don't know how to find your way to the stairs or your bedroom. <laughs> then that's also your own fault. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, the things you could do. But I know, right? Anyways. <laughs> um, so yeah. So the book that we like I said earlier is called The Night Before by Wendy Walker. And it's a thriller suspense. And overall thoughts, Lindsay? Um so I went through like a lot of different, I don't know how to explain it, different, like, how do I feel about this? Um, but, um, I, so I, I'm totally full, I'm still, re like, listening to audiobooks, so I downloaded it off Audible, um, mm -hmm. and I was listening to it, and, like, it's hard now because I don't have the commute to work where I can listen to it. So I had to get creative because that's like, that's a great way for me to read or slash listen to books is because I'm going an hour to work coming an hour coming home. And then I just fly through books. So I was like, Hey, um, I don't necessarily like, I'm not able to multitask too much. So if I'm doing work at home, I can't necessarily listen to an audiobook. So I had to get creative and I listened to it while I did, like, got ready in the morning. So it usually takes me about an hour to get ready in the morning. So 
um, an hour each morning. I was listening to it or when I was walking the dogs, I would listen to it um, just because I'm not doing too, too much to keep me distracted. But so at the beginning, I was kind of like, okay, like it's fine. Um, and then I got a little confused towards the middle where I had to like, maybe I wasn't paying attention or I had to re-listen to a couple chapters, but basically by the like, right, I would say not quite the middle, but just after the middle of the book is where I, I it immediately hooked me and I was like, oh my gosh, this is so good. Um. I have to say I wasn't super shocked because I totally knew uh, early on who was kind of behind all of it, which we'll get more into, I'm sure. But I was still thrown. There's just a lot of different elements to it. So there's like one part is this, one part is this. And I understand that she was trying to throw us off in a lot of different ways. Um, but I felt it came together really well. And so by the end, I was like, this is great, loving it definitely had me hooked. Also, I have to say, she is, I don't know exactly where Wendy Walker is from, but she has to be from the, like, North America, because it was not British, <laughs> British people doing the reading, so that was a nice She lives in Connecticut. Oh, okay, there you go. That makes more sense, uh, seeing as how it's, yeah. like, kind of in the New York, Jersey area, <clears throat> but. It's in Connecticut. Um, <laughs> the book? But yeah, I mean, like, it's the in book New York, like, Connecticut. Oh, yep, you're right. Now that I think, sorry. See, I'm, when you're not like looking at a book, because I know when she's reading it, she says like either the night before or the day of. She says like in yeah. each chapter, I assume, because for me, it's like who's who's speaking. It always starts with like Rosie, the night before, blah, 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 Connecticut. And so that should have figured that for me. So anyway, yes, sure. <laughs> makes more sense. <laughs> But, so that was a nice change. I wasn't listening to, like, the British accent we all know I love. Um, but, and then she had two really great uh, people reading the book. So it's easy to distinguish, was it Rosie, was it um, Laura? So I liked that aspect of it, like, going between the two. And I didn't get too confused with, like, tons of different, like, speakers in the book. Um, so I have to say it was really good. It wasn't my favorite thriller um, just because at the end, I wasn't that shocked by when it, like, who's behind all of it and what ended up happening. There was some twists and turns in the middle. Um, and then I have to say, like, the whole kind of part of who is Jonathan Field, Jonathan Fielding, blah, blah, blah. Like, that got a little convoluted for me. But overall, like, I would say I would recommend it for sure to someone. Especially if they like thriller books. Sorry, that was my long-winded answer. Did I like it? <laughs> no, that's good. Um, <laughs> so, like I said earlier, um, I had the advanced reader copy. So, um, like, who knows? Like, I know sometimes they, like, change a little bit of things in the books. Like, so, like, grammar or whatever. So, who knows? There could be some small, small differences. Mm -hmm. That's true. Um, but uh, I don't think it'd be enough to really make a difference anyways. But um, yeah, so the chapters are kind of like sim like the headers on your, um, like my book uh, is similar to like yours. 
like um it yeah like the it'll say like for when she was with her therapist it would say session number one four months ago in new york city but it'd say laura and then like it'll say laura the night before friday 1 a.m branson connecticut oh, or yeah, like okay. whatever like that right and it'd be like the same thing for rosie the night before or um present day like where they are kind of thing so like i had the chapter numbers still but um they each had but they were always listed that way and some of the chapters are like literally one page like there's one that's chapter 55 that I just fell on and it's like literally like not even like if they squished they spread it out so it's like in the middle of the page but if they didn't have that it'd be so small so yeah honestly like I told Lindsay before we started this like you know me I uh read this book this morning um so it's 310 pages um I started it around 10 and or just before 10 um and I finished it 145 right about oh my god so Literally, I finished it right before Lindsay and I started the podcast. I would finish it earlier, but, like, I was watching... I had some movies on in the background, so I was watching. Sometimes I pay attention to that. And then I also, like, went and worked out for some of this. So I, like, you know, wasn't looking at the book for some of that parts. But it took me about three hours, we'll say. So, like, it's a pretty easy, like, read, obviously, if I did that. But mm-hmm. I'm also a fast reader, so <laughs> that helps. Um, but I think I agree with you. Not I think I do agree with you that um I went through a bunch of different feelings when I started this book. <laughs> this morning when I like started it, I was like, okay, and then like I was just kinda like I had to like go find my phone that I didn't have it on me and look up the description of the book. Cause I you know, I'm stupid and didn't look at the front inside cover of the book. But you know <laughs> You're not stupid. It was morning. I hadn't had my coffee yet. We'll blame it on that. <laughs> um, but <laughs> it honestly really didn't capture my interest. And I was like, I was like, oh god, this is gonna be a long, long morning. <laughs> um, so I was having a hard time, like, kind of getting into it. Um, unlike you, I did not catch that it was gonna be Gabe, who uh, ended up being the whole person and. I guess I kind of like let that out of the bag soon. Um, but it could have been because I was like trying to just get through the book to like so we could talk about it. Like I was trying to pay attention to make sure I didn't re- like get anything, but maybe trying to like being under a time crunch, um, maybe I lost the whole like trying to figure out who it is. Um, oh yeah. And like, and she does. She throws you off a lot. Like she's like she tried throwing you off with like the sister suspecting Rosie. Okay, I'm getting have I'm we'll get back to that. Um <laughs> but uh yeah she tries to throw you off a lot and like honestly like I was the same as you. I didn't get hooked until like I think page two hundred and forty or something like that where like they were still like basically right when she found that last note in her purse when she was with that John Fielding guy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's kind of like, I was like, 
then I really started getting like, what the fuck? And then I was like trying to figure out, I was like trying to remember who was around her purse, was it this dude, like all that stuff. And that's where I kind of got hooked, um, was around that part. So, um, I think it was around page 240 or whatever. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of like where I got hooked. And then like after that, it was like easy breezy trying to finish this book all the way to the very end. So, like, it took no time after that to finish it. Obviously, I didn't have, you know, much, many more pages to read at that point. But, <laughs> you know, it's a lot easier to power through when you're, like, really engaged, I have to say. So, overall, oh, yeah. not my favorite suspense thriller. I would recommend it to someone, but I would give them the knowledge that it could take a little bit to get into just because some readers that makes a huge difference and they might just hate it and not finish it. <laughs> so yeah. I would probably free warn that it might take a little bit to get into um, the book, but I'd full on recommend it, but definitely not my favorite, but it's not the worst one I've read. So yeah, I feel that. Same like you, my long winded. Did I like the book? <laughs> um, answer. But, uh... <laughs> no, it's great. <laughs> Uh, yeah, let's get into talking more about, um, so you mentioned that you, since I already mentioned the fact that Gabe was the one that was behind everything, what made you, like, kind of, like, guess it was him from the beginning? Um, or, like... It wasn't, like, exactly from the beginning, I think it was more right in the... I'm trying to remember exactly when I was, like, oh my gosh, it's Gabe, but there was, like, a big part, I think it was after... I suspected Gabe, but I think I fully knew after we truly found out about, um, oh my god, Joe and um, Laura being half-brother, half-sister. Yeah. Mm. So I kind of, then I was like, hey, it's not Joe. Um, I never really suspected Rosie. Um, And there was a little bit of time where I thought maybe Laura hurt Jonathan Fielding or Jonathan Fields um but really I would say it was more so it was for sure before we see Laura's point of view of Jonathan opening the door and Gabe coming in and like bashing his head against it but or bashing the door against his head um but I it had to be somewhere in the middle and I just kind of was like you know Gabe we just don't know everything about him, and yet we found out a bunch about the other characters. So he just kind of seemed too mysterious. And just honestly, like if you're new to thrillers, I think it would easily well switch. Oh, sorry, Terry just uh, Terry went a little crazy <laughs> on me. Um, uh, if you're new to thrillers, I don't think you would see it. But I think because we read so many thrillers, we kind of know what to what to look for for. and we always know it's like not what's in front of us so I think that's the only reason I kind of suspected Gabe there was really no reason to suspect him um until all the pieces kind of fit together but I I think there was a large part of me that suspected Joe for a bit until that all that point started to make more sense what about you um I do have to say like when she was um I was a little like intrigued by Gabe when he was like 
kind of like a green with Rosie and kind of like the person behind of, well, we shouldn't get the cops involved. And like he played her off, like let her like escape if she like did something to the guy. Yeah. Like I never thought that, like I thought it, to be honest, like I didn't think that Laura actually ever did anything. Like obviously they made you think that she did um throughout the book but I was like it just seemed too easy (laughs) to be her obviously um and then I don't I didn't think it was Joe I thought it was like a little weird for him to be um it just from like how she described Joe and stuff so much and her relationship but then I was kind of like I thought for a brief moment it was Rosie yeah, Rosie. Oh, yeah. But it took me a while to kind of figure out it was Gabe. And I think yeah. it was because I was, like, so focused on, like, getting the book read in time that I didn't pick up on some of the stuff I normally probably would have if I gave myself a little bit more time. Um, yeah. But um, after, uh, like, Rosie found out that it was, like, um, it was just kind of, like, this. I'm trying to think of, like, the exact kind of, like, moment where I was kind of, like, wondering about him. Like, he talked about his brother and, like, how it was always, like, blunt forces, like, how, like, she took the stick and, like, how he was trying to, like, put it back on her. And then, like, I thought it was interesting that it ended up being him, but um, that his brother was going after. But that was kind of, like... I was, like, a little suspectful when he was describing that moment to them. And, yeah. um, he said she would look like a wild animal, but then, like, she, like, was thinking about her first kiss with Rick later, and then she didn't say anything about that moment, but she, like, kind of, like, had her hatred of him kind of, like, turn sexual in a way. Yeah, I, I was like, I don't think that that made me like kind of get confused and be like, well, what he described to her brother, or yeah, well, I guess her brother Joe and her sister didn't kind of like correlate then. So I feel like if someone holds a knife to your like neck and like all that, you're not gonna a couple of years later have like sexual desires when you guys kiss, kind of thing. Yeah. Like, I think that'd be a little bit too far. But, oh, yeah, um, totally. so, like, you kind of suspect, but then I think it was, like, honestly, like, way later, like, in the book. Like, it was, honestly, it probably, I didn't clue in fully that it was him until Rosie was at the police station and, like, that dude was, like, who the fuck are you? And, like, um, Gabe wasn't there and he like I realized that he hadn't been kind of like in the scenes for a while and then I think that was around the time he ended up showing up the apartment with John Fielding and like him so it was basically around that moment that was like and honestly like when I found out it was actually Gabe I was not shocked (laughs) yeah like that makes so much sense and then like all that stuff and then I was like his wife's not on a business trip, she is probably dead. Well, that which ended up being I right. Didn't see coming because I did 
didn't even think of Melissa at all. <laughs> well, like when he said that she was on a business trip, I was like, yeah, I highly doubt she's on a business trip if you just did that and all that yeah. stuff. And like the fact that it kept being mentioned how no one liked her and how like it didn't fully seem like he really liked her either, but he like kind of was like trying to make himself like her in a way. <laughs> even yeah. though they were married <laughs> yeah so like, like it, yeah so it was kind of like I was like I feel like she's not actually out doing something like on a business trip because that was too unpredictable for like what plan he was trying to like say that they were doing for yeah. her so it seemed too convenient so oh totally kinda, and then she ended up finding the body like not long after <laughs> I think so. Made my theory right. <laughs> Fair. But it was a little shocking. Like, it's kind of like interesting to see at the end of the book how she, like, Laura kind of like views and feels so guilty about people dying and being yeah. hurt. Because of her relationship for them with them, um, because of him, yeah, and like how she was like, it's gonna take years to become like to like it could take years for me to fully feel like relieved of this guilt or whatever at the end, and it's kind of like I I can get the whole like you feeling like guilty and stuff because like. But at the same time, it's like, I think she's really definitely going to need a new therapist because, like, that would be a lot of things. But it's kind of like the victim's families can't fully put the blame on her ever because it's like she didn't know. Yeah. Like, how could you know, right? Exactly. And, like, she wasn't putting the gun or anything in his hands. It was, like, but honestly, like, it kind of sucks because at the same time, like, who knows if he's going to get charged with anything. Like, like, he might get yeah, charged, exactly. but he might be put in the, like, but I did hear, I can't remember if it was a show or not, that they said that, um, if he, people rather go to Axel prison than going to, like, the psych hospital things, like, being, like, um, like, when you commit a crime and you plead insanity kind of thing, where you, like, go for that, because at least in prison, you can get out whereas if you're stuck in one of those mental hospitals it's unlikely you'll ever get out and you have to usually take pills and you're like kind of like not fully there kind of thing so yeah people like i don't remember if it was a show or not but like i just remember hearing like something along those lines about how people like are like well you don't really want to plead insanity because then you your like life kind of ends at that point whereas yeah, if you go exactly. to prison theoretically depending on what you do it could be the same thing but at least it's a different kind of life ending kind of thing yeah exactly a little off topic but yeah (laughs) (laughs) but i think yeah i think it's interesting and i kind of wonder they never fully explained it but you kind of i like how when she was holding the baseball bat at the end she kind of like remembered that she didn't actually swing the plank or whatever um back when she was like however old um to hit that bitch guy oh yeah but you kind of 
I'm intrigued to know why she even picked it up in the first place. Well, that too, because like, it's like, she... yeah, why? Like, shock or what? Because, like, she, because didn't they say that, like, didn't it, because, like, Mitch got dragged out of the vehicle, and then she crawled out the other side, hid in the bushes, and then wasn't it until after the car drove away that she came out of the bushes and held the thing up over her head? Oh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. So it's kind of like, why would she pick it up then at all? Instead of, like, screaming for help. Yeah, exactly. So I thought that was a little weird. (laughs) Now that I think about it. (laughs) That's so so. true. I didn't even think of that. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, Who, like... Like, I only... I Sorry. I feel like that's, like, (laughs) one of the unanswered questions. I feel like there wasn't too many, like, loose ends to be tied up although like for me it was I don't know if I fully understand the reasoning behind it but it's probably just to throw us off the scent of Gabe but I just feel like the whole Joe and Laura being siblings thing was very kind of left field and really did not need to be part of the story it full on did not need to be part of the story Because it's kind of (laughs) like, but I guess maybe they were kind of like, maybe she threw that in there as a way to like, show people kind of like, this is like, what somewhat damaged Laura, and like, how the fact that she views herself as an unlovable person, and like all that stuff, because she didn't get that love from her father figure, like her father. Because he didn't like her because she wasn't his, right? So, like, Mm -hmm. I think they probably put that in there. So then it kind of made sense as to why her dad didn't like her. And then made sense as to why he did what he did and all that stuff. And then, like, how their mom, like, lied to the girls and made it seem like it was, like, she never cheated on him. It was only him and he was a bad kind of guy kind of thing. Oh, uh, that's true. I get that. But, like, it could have... Like, they could have gone a different direction, but I guess that's maybe why they put that in there. But it's kind of weird if you think about it, because, like, her siblings are married. But Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. Well, I guess it's kind of like when... It's, like, weird in the sense that when you... You have a father and son who end up falling in love with a mom and their uh, a daughter, kind of thing. Yeah, it's just one of those weird instances where they can get married because they have nothing to like tie them, and it's just marriage, uh, related to each other through marriage. But we're <laughs> kind of so weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's so true. Know. But yeah, the Joe thing and her being siblings was, I think, definitely something maybe to also throw people off and, like, maybe suspect that he... Actually, no. I think just maybe throw people off and to kind of explain her unlovable (laughs) thing. But, like, the whole fist thing, I never really understood. Like, did she just clench her fists all the time? Or did she just punch things? Or did she only punch things when she was younger and go through the wall? 
And it was like kind of like a one-time thing. And then after that, she just punches her fist when she's pissed off. I honestly miss that whole thing. Like, I don't, like, that to me does not ring a bell at all. <laughs> like, I remember she was talking to her therapist, Dr. Brody, about, yeah. he was like, he, he brought up her punching the wall and her going through the plaster and all that stuff. They put a hole in the wall, basically. But it sounded like yeah. it happened when she was younger. And he said something about, like, how I think at that moment she was clenching her, like, fists so much that her knuckles were going white. Oh, wow. But then, like, it was brought up a couple of times about, like, how she was unlovable because she would always fight with her fists or something like that. Um, yeah. I, I thought that was a really weird... And I didn't fully understand that. And there was always a question throughout the book. And I felt like I never really got any answers for it. And, like, maybe, like, yeah. Kind of like, did she do it all the time? Did it just happen once? And then she just clenches her fist when she's pissed off? And people think she's unhinged because of that? I've honestly, like, I don't even remember that part. But that's probably just me, like, not paying attention. As usual. <laughs> I, I wasn't like, I don't know. I feel like I picked up on certain things and then like not other things, right? But that's fair. Like, that's how, like, that's why both of us reading is like gives a different perspective on it, right? Well, exactly. So, I don't know. It's, it'll be interesting, like, like, the thrillers are always interesting because it's, like, it kind of, in a way, reminded me of this other book you and I read about this, like, Facebook, um, like, a, the copycat or whatever. I don't know why, oh, yeah. but, it, but it didn't remind me of that book until she was put in the basement of the, of Gabe's house. It did not, or it did remind you of that until it. Um, I didn't think of that book until like that moment, <laughs> and then I like oh weird thought about it because like in that book she gets put in the basement by, um, I think her neighbor that she didn't think anything of. Oh, just right. like Gabe, she didn't think anything of, and he put her into the basement, and like obviously different circumstances happened in the basement. Like he had a bed and all that shit done but like <laughs> yeah just kind of like the circumstance and then I like thought about it and I was like oh so but yeah like I don't know it's yeah like you said there's not really any loose ends that they really need to tie up it just is interesting in the way of how she would move forward from this and like how like what conversations would be had and like how would, like, would she find love again? Because it sounded like her and that doctor were, like, moving forward, right? Oh, yeah. That's, I Before know. And that's just so sad. And I think, too, because it's like, you think that she's just, like, this homewrecking, for a bit, you, like, think she's just this, like, homewrecking person that is just falling for a guy who's married and has kids and he's for a shrink and um, you just feel like, like, you begin to kind of 
not love Laura, it, like, you still feel bad for her because you understand, like, she has these, like, daddy issues and all this stuff, but at the same time, you're like, ugh, it's so cliche. But then you find out later that, like, they actually had something real. They met organically. He wasn't her actual strength, which also actually is confusing because why are we hearing all about, like, Dr. Brody and then Laura? Like, all, it's almost like we're going back to his records of it. So it's like, did he become his, her strength after they met? Because they met on a coffee shop. So that's a little confusing. But um, you just kind of, after you realize, like, oh, they had something real. He was falling for her. They could have actually had a really good life together. And yet it was all ruined because of Gabe. Well, yeah. And, like, him and his wife were already in the separation process. Yeah. And, like... He was excited for her to meet his kids, and it sounded like his ex-wife and stuff like that. So I was like, "Yeah, like she actually like was finding someone who did find like her lovable, and who understood her, and like basically was kind of helping her figure out her life." And then yeah. Gabe happened and destroyed that. Exactly, so. like he just kind of like it's so easy to just kind of quickly judge and just be like kind of like Rosie did she's just like oh my gosh like it was her strength what was she doing maybe she killed him blah 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 and it's just so sad to like realize later that they were like actually in love and they could have made it all the way but no well yeah and it's kind of like <laughs> it's kind of funny because like her sister's her biggest cheerleader and all that stuff and protector, but yet she is also very suspicious of her. Yeah. Like, she's very suspicious of, like, well, and, like, I guess, like, accusing in a way that, like, she thinks that her sister could have actually done these horrible things to these people, like, killed them and all this stuff. And, like... She's more afraid, like, when she was on the date, like, it was, like, a thing, like, she's more scared for the guy than she is for her sister, in a way, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, you kind of forget that when you're reading the book, because you're, like, because it is part of the book description, um, and, like, she said it when she was talking to Gabe and stuff, um, how she's, like, more worried about the dude than she is about her sister and all this. But yet you forget that most of the time because, like, she's so frantic about finding her sister and everything that you totally forget that, right? And then you think about it later and you're like, well, she is more suspectful, though, of, like, her sister a lot that, like, she probably thinks that she killed this guy. Right? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. It's interesting. Very, very interesting right to see so yeah it, she had a lot of moving parts to this book and she makes you kind of like forget certain things that you had already read like that case in point like you think that her like if you aren't fully paying attention and all that stuff when you're reading and all that stuff you're kind of like okay like you know sisters her sister's very concerned for her but then you're like wait but she's more scared for the other person than she is of her sister. 
Because she thinks her sister could be a killer. Yeah, exactly. And, like, she kind of holds back on that. Like, she doesn't want to believe that. But then it also sends you kind of thinking, like, oh, my gosh, could she? So that part I liked where it was, like, could she, couldn't she? Oh, my gosh. Like, did something actually happen to her? Did she actually kill um, that guy whose name I don't remember (laughs) at the beginning? Like, from her youth. Yeah, Mitch Adler. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, it's... Kind of also makes you... Even though you know it's not Laura that killed them. Because, like, honestly, like... Uh, well, to be honest, that could be a good way to end it, to Reveal that she is yeah. the one that killed him. And just have so many twists that you are like, well, it's too obvious to have her be the one that did it. Right, exactly. Like have yeah. have these books. You're like, well, it can't be this person. Like, it's too obvious for it to be that person. But sometimes yeah. people are no, like, exactly. those are the best people to do, right? Yeah, so true. I think I had more of a point on that, but I forgot. <laughs> I think that was a good point. <laughs> yeah, I'll just leave it there. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. There's. I don't really know if there's really much more to say. <laughs> I mean, it's a roller coaster ride of a book, guys. Check it out. Uh, I don't yeah. know. Do you have any, like, um, I don't know. What Are you watching anything fun? What are you doing in quarantine? Oh, well, living a very exciting life, people. Um, oh, yeah, I got Disney reading. Plus. What are you currently reading? Too? Oh, currently reading. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Yes, Disney Plus. Start with that. Okay, we'll start with that. I've been watching Disney <laughs> Plus a lot. Um, like every day. What are you day. watching? I restarted watching Boy Meets World. Ooh, which is like call. so, so weird. But like, I was like, I remember watching it when I was younger. Like all of the show, like the whole entire show. Um, from the beginning to the end when I was younger, but like I remember in some episodes and then other ones I don't fully remember and like stuff like that. Or from the first season, I don't remember too too much as much as I do. I'm in the second season now, but ooh, they're long seasons. <laughs> like I think it, the first season was like around fifteen or so episodes, maybe more. But yeah, I don't know. I really like that show. And I was like, huh, it's bringing back memories. Lots and lots of memories. But yeah, that's one of the main things I've been doing. Just chilling. I've been reading a lot on my iPad. I know people, it's bad. But I've been like reading old. Because I should be reading my actual books that I have. But I've been reading like a lot of books. Like I have over 500 books on my iPad. So instead of i didn't really see any new ones on there because i look at the free um ibooks it's not a lot that i usually buy them but uh so i start from the bottom of my book list and i'm currently reading this one called second chance by natasha preston um but and it's it's a good book like it it was free i think i don't know it's been years since i actually <laughs> bought it um but it's like based in britain it's pretty good 
Um, but I read. Let's just say I've read a lot of books in the past like a couple of weeks. I'm not gonna give you guys Good more books. You. you guys will think I'm a fucking insane person. Um, Why but no? just looking at my reading now, like it doesn't show you everything because like it only goes back to number of neighbors that I started reading a couple. Uh, I read it. I think it was last week, and I've read maybe. Um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. This is my tenth book since that on here. Holy and then, cow! And then it doesn't list the ones I read before that. The one, oh my god, there's this series, and um, like it's obviously these ones are ro- more romancy ones, but there's this one like set of books that I on here that I recommend for people once i find them though i (laughs) pre-ordered so it's like based in alaska and so so random right small town there's nine siblings what yeah and their parents died when they were so wait this isn't real right like this isn't true no it's not but there's nine kids and the oldest one was in university at the time and the second oldest was also i think she was a sophomore and i think he was a senior uh wait was that true Mm, true? i'm trying to remember how old he was when the book started and it was about 10 years prior to that that their parents died ah so there's like nine kids and the oldest one came back from california and gave up his dreams of playing professional um baseball because he was like that good that he could have and he was like being prepped to become a major league baseball player to go back and take become basically the pseudo dad of the family and then his second oldest sibling um who's i think a year younger than him became like his right hand man and she was like the mom and she took over like their family company and like they have like two different sets of twins in the family um and then like uh two four six and then three other non twins i think anyways <laughs> it's pretty good i like read i i but like one two three four five six i read through six of their books um within like three days and i have to oh wait for this to come out wow no because they're so fucking good and like they're so like they're easy reads and you know what the fuck's gonna happen like for sure it's like one of those like easy reads that you like read when you work out or like it would, these would be good beach reads if i actually had the books but like i fucking blew past them they're by piper rain and like i recommend to people it's called the entire series is called the Baileys, but yeah. Wow. I'm waiting for like three more books to come out. Oh my god. And I pre-ordered, I think, all of them, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, I, I pre-ordered three of them. Damn. So you're yeah, you doing know. way better than I am. <laughs> yeah, I read a lot. Uh. Yeah. Oh well. 
So what book are you reading now? <laughs> I am um, so annoyed with myself. I need to like focus more on reading instead of like, I don't know. Um, but I am, uh, I am currently reading, sorry, I'm just trying to find it. Uh, That's fair. I had to find mine. Oh my God. I can't get out of this. Well, so I'm reading and I'm listening. So I'm still listening to the other people by CJ Tudor. I have not made any headway on that one. So my bad. Um, (laughs) and then I am reading i'm just starting uh stay sexy and don't get murdered by the uh oh my gosh oh my gosh why can't i think of this hold up wait a minute this is so sad hold up oh by the <laughs> my favorite murder podcast lady so you've got georgia Hardstark, and oh my god sorry guys like why is my head and Karen Kilgariff, there we go. Um, so they wrote a book. So it's kind of memoir um on both of their perspectives, but I'm a big fan of their podcasts. Um, so check it out if you guys haven't at all. Um, I know obviously we're like books of all walks of life, but if you're really into true crime like I am, um, and I Kristen, you're into true crime, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Um, then like we both are, then I would suggest checking out their podcast. It's really good. Um, they have like main, like they post or sorry, they release a new podcast every week. Um, and where they each discuss a true crime. And then they do mini episodes where they actually discuss, um, like hometown murders that people have written in to them about. So um, there's a lot of content on there, but it's really good. So their book is something I'm really excited to start reading. Um, I've got it next to my bed. I just haven't cracked it yet. Um, I haven't bought any books, but I've got like probably 15 that I had just in my bookcase waiting for me to read. So honestly, like I'm really at least hoping I get through half of them. So like maybe seven, I'll be happy with finishing seven. Um, by the time all this is over. So I really just need to focus on reading a little bit more rather than playing video games and sitting around on social media. So <laughs> I know what you mean. Cause huh. like, well, this book we just did was part of my, like, I think I had 23 books that I haven't read that I own. Nice. Um, some were, some were arcs from when you and I used to work at Indigo mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, but so like, obviously like, if I don't read them, it's not going to kill me because, you know, I didn't pay for them. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. But, um, yeah, this was one of them. So I'm down and I, I've kind of made, I think I read one or two other ones. So, like, I think I'm down to, like, around 20 that I, out of that list that I need to fucking read. And, like, yeah. I need to stop reading on my app iPad just for the fact of I have these actual physical books I really should. Um read there's one that I keep taking from room to room thinking like oh like because I read sometimes when I watch tv or movies so I'm like okay like I'm gonna start but for me sometimes and I think like that's maybe like what you're experiencing with trying to start this like um, (laughs) the murder one but like you want to read but then you're like you read or whatever and other things or you're watching tv you're kind of like or on your phone you just need to 
actually like take the moment to like pick it up and like start reading because then you're more likely to then get into the book but it's just that one little moment where you're like okay I just need to open it and like read the first page yeah to start you off and that's where I'm like that's totally fair and that's where I'm struggling and like I read all these books on my iPad like I'm crushing them out I'm reading there but like fuck I need to like do that in my actual books so then I can buy more that's so yeah that's so funny that you um are able to read on your iPad I wish I was like I just I don't but I honestly should honestly like I used to hate when people when we worked at chapters I like never I don't think I did at that point on my iPad like when I went to Europe when I was in university I took uh, my mom's iPad because at the time I didn't have one yet um yeah and I every time I traveled I would always take books with me but like when you're traveling oh, yeah. backpacking through Europe you don't really want to take fucking books with you because that's just gonna lay you down <laughs> and the amount yeah and the amount I read we were gone for just like just over a month I think so like the amount of books I tried to estimate I would probably need was a little hard so like my mom let me take her ipad because then i could like download or buy books off of ibooks so that kind of started it. Oh, yeah. it was a great tool to take with me on traveling then i was like well and then i started working out um more so like that's where you kind of get hooked because when you work out doing cardio i read and then i read when i'm like i don't know it's just easier to read on your ipad when you're watching tv too because you're like you can just like have it on your lap and like have it and you just have to flip the pages on the screen instead of having to hold on to the book that's another yeah exactly but working out really helped me actually get into actually reading off my ipad that's that's what got me started like traveling is one thing because yeah it is a lot easier because then you just have to worry about one thing i don't have to worry about packing books especially if they're hardcovers but yeah. i think what really like did me into actually like do it more than that is like reading when you work out and then you kind of like are, don't want to wait until you work out the next day to continue reading that book so you kind of go from there and then you gotta kind of get hooked and there's so many good free books on there it's kind of like why not that's so true actually so i highly recommend but i definitely need to freaking read my actual books because <laughs> i want to <laughs> like it like i'm like since we started doing quarantine i was like okay i need to like i'm i haven't online shopped yet and i'm like trying not to right now um mainly because i don't really need anything but um i like mm- itching to like maybe get a new book but i'm like i have these other books i need to read first so i'm like okay i've like made myself a deal that i'll buy some books once i've actually read the ones at least most of them some of them (laughs) like i might like look at and be like you know what like i might just give away and like some of the arcs i had from when we worked there like i don't know if i'll read um end up reading them but um oh yeah at least the main ones I'll try and for sure read and then be like, okay, I can buy something. Yeah. But yeah, I've, I've made that myself a deal to reward like myself it. with That's more good. books. 
<laughs> I just need to crack open the book first. But That's fair. We'll get there. That's really fair. You will. <laughs> Eventually. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I guess that's, uh, uh, it for right now, you guys, uh, we haven't figured out what book we're going to do next one because, you know, even though we're in we quarantine haven't. does not make us more organized in our lives than this. We still have jobs. God. <laughs> that is true. We're both working from home, so <laughs> we do not. Oh, well, <laughs> we'll, we'll get, get there. We'll get to you soon. We'll decide on it. Look at the Instagram, boozeandbooks.podcast, to figure out what we're doing for next episode. This episode will be released in, like, two days from right now, I think. Yeah, two days from now. So, um, you guys will have it soon enough for, like, this one. So, that means that our Instagram will change to the new book once we figure that out. Um, But, uh, if you guys want to shoot us any comments concerns or anything like that you can uh, email us at boozeandbook <laughs> at gmail.com b-o-o-o-z-e-a-n-d-b-o-o-o-k-s at gmail.com <laughs> I nailed oh, it I love it I know this is why you do it and not me um, I and mean, then, that like pretty I, seamlessly that did way better than me saying be Sometimes I think I said zeros. Um, <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure we can go back and well, maybe you edited it out, but there are some times I like gave the wrong email. So this is why it's Lindsay's it's job fair. now. It's fair. <laughs> she does a fantastic job of it. Oh, um, but uh, we uh, appreciate you guys. Hopefully you guys are staying safe in quarantine and not killing the people that you live with if you're living with anyone. Um, but exactly. read on. Drink on. Read and, on. Yeah, I follow like us. that. Yeah. I do, too. It's probably, <laughs> I don't think I can coin it as mine because I'm pretty sure someone already came up with that. But yeah, read on. I like um, it. But <laughs> that's all I've got. same here we'll catch you guys next time yes you will (laughs) bye 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 (laughs) i did bye bye bye